Welcome to the Grow Your Business for Good show. This is a place where coaches and consultants gather so you can learn how to lead a world-class business that does not tax your time, your energy, or your financial resources. We are your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez. And Amy Hager of the Joyful Business Revolution. And our number one goal is to bring you clarity and insight on how to grow your business for good. Hello, 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 wherever you are in the world today. I'm Amy Hager here at the Joyful Business Revolution in the Grow Your Business for Good podcast. And I'm excited because I have another guest with the with me today. So if you didn't catch on earlier in this season, we gave Shannon the season off and I am getting to bring amazing experts to our podcast to share their stories, share what they do in this world and really take you through their journey. So with me today is Melanie. So Melanie, why don't you introduce yourself? Who are you? Where are you? What do you do in this wild world? (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Amy. So I'm Melanie Hershorn. My company that I have founded is called VIP Digital Content. And what we do is we help nonfiction and children's book authors amplify their authority online so that they can get visibility, sell their books, fill their programs, speak on stages, and do all the things that they set out to do when they decided, you know what, I'm going to write that book. Um, And I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. That's where in the world I am. Awesome. Well, um, so I guess my, the question that I always first think of when I talk with people who, who help people write books or help people market books like you do, like you're in a very specific spot within the process. So when they come to you, their book's like basically done, right? Not always. In fact, sometimes it's better when it's not done because then we can really start creating that community and growing their influence before they even have a published book. Because what I find is that when somebody's you know, what, one time I had a client and she came to me and she started working with me three days before her book launch. Oh, geez. And I said to her, you know, that's great, but we're not getting to do any of the pre-work. Mm-hmm. So we ended up doing something where it's like a, a relaunch of the book. Oh, cool. And, which, which worked out because the book is actually called Relaunch. So, so all that oh. was, <laughs> all that was, was meant to be. Um, but in general, you know, I have a, a client that I'm working with right now and, and her book, she's working on it as we go. So we're, you know, we're making um, this beautiful website together. Yeah co-creating what goes on the website and we're we're creating her social media experience and um, last time we talked we we um, created this incredible lead magnet that is not only going to get new readers for her book but it's also going to bring people into her her ecosystem online because ultimately you know you're not going to get rich being an author unless you're a K. Rowling, right? right. So, <laughs> or, or Stephen King, um, or James Patterson, or you're a celebrity already. You still won't get rich from that. But what you will see, the you'll see the money come in from how you leverage the book. The book is the authority piece. And then it's how you leverage that book. Wow. So then, um, yo, it sounds like there's, 
It sounds like the work that you do with people, when you use the word co-create, you just like light up when you talk about this work. And so when you originally met us, I remember you, you were like the true definition of workaholic. Like you were working seven days a week all the time. And I don't think these were your exact words, but it was something along the lines. You're like, well, I love what I do. So I don't mind working this much. I don't mind working seven days a week. And so I think, you know, it's clear that you love what you do, but also you can't do it every day, right? No, I'll tell you, Amy. Okay, so when I first started working with you and Shannon back in the dark ages of my of my career, um, I was in a place of fear. Okay. Um, I was doing what I, you know, there's that, you know, your zone of excellence and then there's your zone of genius. I was in my zone of excellence. I was a copywriter. Hmm. I I'm going to toot my own horn here and tell you that I have a good grasp of the English language and then I'm pretty good at writing. So because of that, I was able to do that for other people. Mm -hmm. Did I love it? Sometimes. Yeah. It wasn't really where I was meant to be. And I was afraid to Mm. really, you know, offer strategy because I was like, well, who am I? So one day Shannon posed the question to me, is this what you really want to be doing? Mm -hmm. And I stopped and I went, no, no, this is not what I want to be doing. I want to help people with strategizing how to market. Hmm. And then when authors started coming to me, I narrowed down, I niched down even more. And I now specifically work with authors. So once I was able to, you know, really like put my blinders on and say, this is where I'm going. This is who I help. Then it was, you know, how do I stop working so hard? Yeah. I said, well, in so much, like that was the thing, the hours of the day. Yeah. I mean, I literally like during lockdown, it was a year and a half of this is, this was my life. I would wake up seven homeschool with my kids till one o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. start work at two and then work um, till about six, give them dinner and then start work again at eight and work until almost two in the morning. Oh, geez. I don't know what I was doing during those times. I don't have any idea. At this point, I have no idea what I was doing. Um, It's all a blur, you know, a bad dream. But there's also that element of, you know, holding on for dear life, that control. Well, if I can do every single thing, then it's going to move the needle. But it doesn't move the needle. And there are days now where I, like, don't do anything. Like, Saturday, I'm like, no, I'm not going to do any work. I'm like, I don't feel bad about it anymore. I was going to say, that's the amazing part is like you're in control and you're empowered to choose when you do and don't want to quote unquote do work. Right. And if you had felt inspired to do something on Saturday and you wanted to do it, well, guess what? You have given yourself the permission to do so. And so off the top of your head, what are the top three things that you're no longer consistently not doing? that you used to do before. Oh, you mean that I'm no longer consistently doing or that not you're no longer doing. 
Then things I'm no longer doing. There were a lot of- What did you let go of? What did I let go of? That's positive. My question was definitely said backwards. (laughs) And I was easily confused. So let's try that. What am I, what have I let go of? All right. So I have let go of feeling like if I'm not working, then I'm not doing things that Mm. I'm not helping my business move forward. Mm. So I've let go of that. I have let go of the misconception that hard work equals more money. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And I'll give you a quick backstory on that. Um, My father is a surgeon. He's approaching age 75 and still working every day of the week. I mean, I'll call and be like, hi, daddy, what's up? I'll be like, oh, I was just, you know, in surgery till two in the morning. And then I came home, slept for five hours and went to work. I mean, that's a normal thing for him. So he has always been my beacon of what I'm supposed to do. So I am not a robot like him and I, I need to sleep. I also spend time with my children and my husband and I take care of my family and my household and all that stuff. So I don't have just like one one track. Right. Um, So, so I always thought in order to be successful, I had to work every day of the week. Mm. So, and I, I have, I have let that go that harder doesn't mean better. Let's take a quick break and pause. Join the Joyful Business Revolution community this February for a public service project for coaches and consultants called Fall Deeper in Love with Your Business. This project was designed for those of us who are moving away from draining business growth practices. And instead, we are choosing to fully embrace business growth in a way that is more joyful and more sustainable. 23 impactful coaches and consultants have come together to answer one question. How has staying true to you helped you fall deeper in love with your life and business? We invite you to join us for this important community conversation. You can join us at www.joyfulbusinessrevolution.com backslash deeper. Now back to the show. Do you think that your dad <clears throat> judges you that you don't work every day? Not at all. Not he at all. Not, not at all. He would never judge me, but it was me judging myself. So I guess that's the third thing I've let go of. Judgment. Mm. Yeah. I don't judge myself. Like if it's, if it's a, okay. So the days I work, I do like to work five days a week, but Mondays are the day for me and for catching up with things. And I'm just, you know, I love my work. I love it. So maybe on a Monday, I'll sit there and come up with some great social media stuff, or I'll write an email for my people, or I'll work on my book or whatever, you know? So most people dread Mondays, right? I look forward to them. Yeah. It's a good way to start your week. It is. And so Shannon has said to me, don't you want to take Fridays off? And I'm like, no, I like Mondays. Yeah. (laughs) They're always the day of the week that I, that I didn't like. And I'd be like, oh, it's Monday. And for me now I look forward to Mondays. So, so that, I mean, that's my individual um, thing, but, but it works. Well, and I think giving yourself the permission to change when you do work and how you do the work, like 
it, it just like comes so easy and natural right now talking to you. Did you kind of fight it for a little bit at first? Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because if it's not hard, it's not going to work. Right. Oh my gosh. That's so true. I, and I don't know why. I mean, I understand why we think that way as a society and as, as entrepreneurs, you know, the whole hard work is just ingrained from us from early age. And and so when we have work that comes to us easily, because it is our passion, it's what we're, you know, what we're put on this earth to do. It just seems like a trick, like it's fake or something. It's fake. It's like, oh, this isn't going to work. Right. And, you know, when you, when you sort of surrender and accept that, you know, it's okay to work less. And you're going to get more done. And, you know, you read books about the four hour work week or, or um, how much time we actually waste when we check emails religiously. It's true. We do waste a lot of time in a day. And, you know, Shannon also posed that to me once. She's like, what are you doing for six hours a day if you can't get X, Y, and Z done? And I was like, I don't know. Mm. And when I didn't know the answer, I was like, well, if I don't know what I'm doing, then clearly I'm wasting time. Right. You know, and, and to your point about, about, you know, thinking we have to work so hard, the, the whole like entrepreneur mindset, if you follow (laughs) along with this, it's like hustle, you have to hustle. You have to like hustle and grind, you know, but you don't, No. you don't. You really don't. And so then since you've gone from no longer working seven days a week to basically working, doing plant execution four days a week, plus your one day a week that you do what you want to do in your business, how's the revenue looking? Well, it's gone up a lot. Um, Now due to, I don't know what, it's gone down a bit again, but I'm not letting that Mm -hmm you know, stress me out because I know it'll go up again. This is what being a business owner is. Yeah. And it's, and, you know, do I have enough money to pay my bills? Absolutely. Right. Have I gotten to completely max out my 401k this year? Yes. Mm -hmm. Have I gotten to put a big chunk of change in both my kids' college funds this year? I have. Do I have money saved for a rainy day? I do. This is exactly what I always wanted. Yeah. I haven't been able to contribute like that to my family up until now. I had a business for seven years where every dollar went back into the business and Mm -hmm. I never took home a paycheck. Wow. Not once in seven years. Wow. And so when I closed the business, it was, um, at zero. Right. I didn't owe, but it right. has. Yeah. And now, now I have. And, you know, I bought myself a purse because I really wanted to. Yeah. Because I could. Good. So that stuff, it's, it's everything. Mm. And I'm doing it without having to work seven days a week. Right. Right. Well, and so the other thing too that I really noticed in your 
journey that was a huge shift. And this was a little bit more recently in your work with us is, you know, you and I both went to journalism school. We love asking questions and really getting to know people. And so I don't know, I feel sales conversations come easy because of that background. And a lot of times though, people feel like they're inauthentic. And that's kind of what was sitting with you in your heart before we talked. And so now that we've really been able to connect your questions in your sales conversations with getting to know people and have them actually legitimately like mean something, how, and I haven't talked to you since we met that, that day, how has the conversations been flowing and how, I guess the more important question is how are you feeling about having sales conversations? I think that is a great question. I am feeling so much better about them. Yeah. Because there were a couple of pieces to the sales conversation that I was missing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as you mentioned, journalism background. Yes, I can ask people so many questions and learn so much about them, but then it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Because the questions that I always asked are, I mean, I guess I could then write a biography about them <laughs> afterward, but that's not the point. <laughs> so, so it's asking questions that are, that are guiding them toward figuring out what it is that is missing and why they need to be marketing right now. Yeah. So what you really helped me with was the immediacy, the, the, the need, you know, the, the why now piece. Yeah. Um, and another thing that, that I have thought about since our conversation is what if I were not thinking about it, like I'm selling myself, Mm. what if I took myself out of the equation? Because for example, if I were selling software, yeah, would it be so personal? Oh, hello. Would it be so, would it be so personal? Yeah, no, it wouldn't be personal because it wouldn't be me. I'm not the software. Right. So maybe if I start thinking of it, like I'm selling something that I know that they are going to need that isn't me, it's, it's about them and their book. You know, that's a different way to think about it. And it, and it makes it less scary. And, and, you know, my favorite quote from Jack Canfield is everything you want is on the other side of fear. Mm. And I realized that so much of what I do is avoid because of fear. Interesting. Interesting. So then going forward and thinking about, you know, what's to come with the new year of business, what is on the other side of fear for you? Is really, I want to, I want to just own the coaching piece of the sales call Mm. because I never understood how a sales call could benefit the person on the other end. Yeah. But the benefit truly is unveiling to them what the problem is and offering the solution. Right. And I've spent untold thousands on different sales techniques and stuff like that. Hmm. But it never quite got to the heart of the matter. Yeah. And I think, you know, even though you're talking about in the sales conversations, guiding them and, and really helping them uncover the real root of the problem and then helping them with making a decision 
And if the decision is the solution of working with you, but you're not giving them the solutions within that call. And I think a lot of us as coaches, we tend to just go straight to giving solutions because that's the easy part of it. We can solve your problem quickly by telling you how to solve it. But instead of then them saying, well, I need time to implement this because you gave me a new idea or a new perspective or a way, the micro step to, to the solution of my problem, you're really helping them realize that them solving the problem themselves isn't actually solving anything at all. That's really, that's a very important piece of it too. I hope her purring is not too loud. <laughs> no, I cannot hear it. Uh, for okay. those of you listening on the podcast, if you hear purring, it's okay. The cat just hopped in Melanie's lap and decided to join us for the interview today. <laughs> She's so fluffy and cute too. <laughs> She's only four months old. She's my baby. Oh, little, little baby. Well, I'm excited that we were able to kind of share your journey a little bit because Melanie, I do think it's important to really talk through this because there is a lot of fear that comes with entrepreneurship. And I think sometimes fear can be a deeper driver than it should be, obviously. And that you get to do the work to have to no longer allow the fear to be your deeper driver. That's a, I, I would love for you to repeat that. No longer get, I'll just repeat it for you. No longer have the fear as your driver. Yeah. You get to drive. You get to drive. I love that. Well, thank you for joining me today and sharing your journey and sharing a little bit about what you've uncovered in your work with Shannon and I. It's been fun having you and the kitty on today. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Amy. I, I, you know, I love what you guys do and I am a proud member of the joyful business revolution. (laughs) I love it. Well, thanks for listening. And hopefully you'll be able to catch our next episode where we dive in deep with another guest. And until then, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Business for Good podcast with your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez and Amy Hager. Head over to www.joyfulbusinessrevolution.com slash quiz to take the content personality quiz and join our community. And remember our mantra, if it ain't joyful, we ain't doing that shit. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show, leave a review and spread the good news with other coaches and consultants.